Too Many Comics, episode 195. Brooks, I'm just going to get out of the way up front. I am traveling at a conference. I don't have my full setup. I will do my best in editing, but I may sound a little bit different to the uh, listeners. You sound robotic. <laughs> I am a robot that only reads occasional comic books. <laughs> God love you. Um, I said the first note in here that you had no books out this week at all. Nothing! So are you even able to talk about books this week? I mean, I did dig around. We will discuss later. But yes, I have to say, like, you get that thing. And I realize, like, we are uh, betraying the comic book industry by having things like, you know, Comixology take care of it for us. I live in New York. That's my excuse. I have no, I have no real estate. I have no storage, nothing. But the fact that there was nothing was kind of shocking. Literally nothing. Yeah, now that you mention it, there was nothing on my pool list that, instantly pegged me for a, a purchase um i was flying this week so I, I went through and i think i got another I, you know i've mentioned many times i get those random coupons from comiXology that are like 50 percent off some like crazy deals and i think this one was specifically for dc comics and i'm looking back through go back through and poke around with these anymore but i did purchase um for very cheap the two volumes of brian Kavon's swamp thing and then uh, Eternity Girl, which we which we both enjoyed. So, you know, I had nothing automatically purchased on a on a pool list per se, but they still got me with one of those damn coupons. Well, I've never get those damn things. Maybe you're unsubscribed or something. I would say no, no, I did not. Uh, but it's weird because the other day I had trouble downloading things with Comicsology Unlimited, and I kept getting like these error messages like you're not subscribed, which is frustrating because I am. And then I had to like tweet to them, which I realized, Ty Zung, if you're listening, that's your least favorite form of communication. <laughs> uh, and it was, there was some weird glitch. The bottom line is, I'm back online doing the thing, but uh, I was denied downloads, and this whole coupon thing remains a mystery. Well, maybe we should write a comic book about it. Well, there's too many comics, though, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so we've got sales figures from the last month. The, the note in here for comic book resources is that Marvel's Black Cat outsold DC's zombie-fueled Deceased by over 100,000 copies. So I put this in here because I'm really enjoying Deceased. I realized we did did issue one. We discussed on the show. There's, I think I want to say there's six books. Um, I I mean, my only thought is, why? This is, yeah, I mean, Black Cat wasn't, I wonder what we read instead of Black Cat the week that it came out. I'm gonna go with DCs. <laughs> I had to guess, <laughs> and I and I don't remember reading a bunch of reviews about Black Cat. Um, so to to be this many estimated sales is, is crazy. I mean, it's the only thing in the two hundred thousands, and it's two hundred fifty five thousand. Um, you know, I already mentioned over hundred k more than deceased. Um, one thing when going down through this list too, and it, it lists out the top one hundred books of the month. There's only like five that aren't Marvel or DC. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it does suck. I mean, I get like sagas out of on a break right now. It's, it's you know, it's usually up near the top, but you know, Walking Dead one ninety two was in the top ten. Um, but you know, you just go off the list. There's Walking Dead, um, Boom Studios, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Silos uh, from Valiant, Firefly from Boom Studios. So like, even the things that are selling a lot are these things that are TV shows. Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, where's the original stuff? Like, what is and I mean, this is, we're talking, you know, the top 100 are getting 20,000 estimated sales. So the number 100 issue is Marvel Comics, War of Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number three. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean don't you think it's weird? Okay, so I realize there are, things are coming. 
things are happening sooner than later in terms of comic book output. But whereas we're getting these summer blockbuster movies, where are the good books? What's happening? It's all waiting for Hickman's X-Men stuff, right? I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I've subscribed. I mean, that's what it appears to be building up. To. I have subscribed to it all. But come on. Come on. Yeah, we're usually used to some sort of event going on. That doesn't appear to be the case quite yet. Yeah, well, still. All right, well, uh, we did get some news today in the movie world that Thor 4 is official uh, with the same director on board as Thor Ragnarok, which which turned the series around. Uh, Hemsworth, obviously, uh, I've got to assume, will be back to reprise his role. Uh, the big question I have with this, first off, this is great. Thor Ragnarok was was a lot of fun. Uh, happy to see that, that duo back. Uh, but the bigger question is, we all just assumed that he was going to be with the Guardians of the Galaxy in their next movie. So what, what's the deal here? Is he? Do we see them take off in, in um, Endgame, and then all of a sudden they, they stop hanging out together? Like, what's, uh, what's going to be the turn of events here? Well, I mean, as we know, they have greenlit Guardians 3. James comes back on board. And we yeah, have this. So so it remains to be seen. Like, I don't know. I think a great buddy movie would be Star-Lord and Thor. I think. It'd be I thought we were going to get that. Well, I mean, but like just the two of them. Yeah. So just Star-Lord hanging out in Thor 4? They're friends from work. Okay. <laughs> if I had to put that out there. So, but, you know, but, but that's great. I, I, you know, I mean... I realize it, it's a it's a it's a fool's game to worry about yeah, when they're going to stop making these because the reality is forever they're going to make the, these movies are so successful they're so well done. Um, yes, the actors will come and go, but uh, I mean this this is good news. Yeah, certainly. And next week is Comic Con, which Marvel will be at. So you know, perhaps this is something that they will mention there. Um, maybe bring them on stage with a couple other announcements of, of other movies. So we, we keep mentioning, we, no one knows what's happening with phase four, uh, but you know, official words of, of things are starting to leak out. Everyone stage. Maybe. They just okay. Might. okay. That's good. All right. Good. Um, X-Men apocalypse's Olivia Munn reveals Psylocke frustration. Um, so we, we've talked a lot about the X-Men series of, of movies and apocalypse and, you know, Psylocke being a favorite character of, y- of yours. I, I put this in here just for, uh, to, to note the differences between the MCU and these other movies as they're going on. And, and what caught my eyes was, was Olivia Munn talking about um, how the nerd folk get so crazy about these movies. And she said, when I was doing X-Men, I was actually surprised that the director and the writer didn't even know that Psylocke had a twin brother. And I had to talk to them about a lot of different things about Psylocke and some other parts of the world that they didn't know. And that as a fan was very frustrating. Um, and it's just a why like I, I would imagine that's not the case on these MCU movies. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they are hiring people that have read it or, you know, fully embrace the source material. Um, and, you know, Marvel being directly involved helps, I'm sure. But still, like, this is, that's, that's, that's like, sad to read. Yeah, it is. Also, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a Psylocke fan. But, yes, to learn, you know, all these years later, because obviously the Apocalypse movie was not very good. And you have an, a performer, an actor Who's really tr- who comes in there with like a heart the size of a baby's head, being like, "I I know this character. Let's do this." And it's mostly like, "Who?" <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just not good. That's not good at all. And if if you're writing a movie or any any sort of thing like that of of characters that you're not creating that have a backstory and everything, well, isn't it on you to learn about the actual backstories of said characters? Like that, 
to, to go into writing what they may be coming from or references you could drop in. It just makes no sense. Yeah, it does. And yet it was a flop. Um, so again, with, with news that we might hear out of, out of Comic-Con next week is a lot of the, the Disney plus TV shows that are coming up. Um, the most recent bit that came out was Marvel Studios, Disney plus series Falcon and Winter Soldier has added a major creator to the mix. According to the rap, John Wick creator, Derek Kolstad has joined the writing team for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, he crafted the ever popular John Wick. Uh, and this is just to note that they're not fucking around with these TV shows. Like it, for someone that that's created this this series and the you know a trio of movies now that have been wildly popular and successful with Keanu Reeves, uh, I'd, I would have to imagine he doesn't come cheap, and to just be you know throwing his talents on board of you know however many I think I've heard read in the past that it's not going to be like long series, so you know just a few episodes of a TV show splitting out. So it's it's nice to see them putting in the effort and you know hiring some names. I like it. Let's get to it. Uh, I, like I said, let's let's crack open the line of credit. I have to have this channel right now. Yes, and let's buy some stock in Disney before it takes off. Um, before it collapses, it's it's it's, 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 a, it's it's a loser's bet. How could we possibly get up in there? Anyway, yes, it's it's a it's a real surefire bet. This whole company. Oh yeah. Um, all right, books this week. We read Unearth number one. This was from writer Colin Bunn who we mentioned last time that we have read plenty of books of his on the show and just in, in general. Um, basics of this, flesh warping disease ravages remote village in Mexico. Scientific task force travels to the inhospitable area to investigate the contamination. Tracing the source of the disease to a nearby cave system, the team discovers a bizarre, hostile ecosystem and a supernatural revelation from which they may never escape. So, I, and I just read this uh, maybe yesterday, two days ago. Uh, still fresh in the mind. I went and browsed back through it be- before we hopped on the call here tonight. It is, um, I think, like the first third of the book. I was like really lost. Um, there's a few time jumps in, in the story, uh, and I kind of forget like what exactly it was going to be about. Um, and I wasn't so into the depiction of, I mean, like like Doctor Hernandez, like these just like weird. I don't even know how you explain like the, the drawing of this character uh, when you first see him under the, under the bunker. It's like not even just like a, just like a mass a blob. of a human. Yeah. A blob. Yeah, certainly. Um, to not quite know what, what the hell is going on. Um, I feel like there's, there's some decent world, world building going on. Uh, I feel some attraction to the team that is eventually stuck down in, in the hole. And, you know, I'm intrigued by the girl who's got the knife about what might be going on with her. Um, as these people attempt to get out of there, but even still, then like the big blob down there, I'm just kind of like, could there have been? And maybe, maybe we'd see it later if I if I keep reading or, or ever ever do read it when it's done. Like, could there be some more imagination around these things that you're building than just like these big huge blobs? That I don't know. I guess I just as a horror type thing, I wasn't like taken aback by these monsters and, and what's going on. Okay, so I'm going to corner and say I enjoyed this. I like the art. Okay, I like the. I, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I, I I think so. Again, let's 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 take a step back here. We have uh, an infection of some kind affecting Mexico, and yes. a, a team's brought in, and we learn that people that are not merely sick. They are mutating to grotesque proportion, and we're gonna we're gonna go in and, and figure out like what the fuck. And we learned it, it is worse than we thought. 
And I, I mean, I, I like I said, I enjoyed the artwork. I, I thought that it moved real fast. Um, the, the, how many books this runs? Six. I believe so. That sounds right. That feels that feels right. But uh, I thought it was good. I really did. And I think that we in a in a season, the summer of 2019, where we're lean on, I think, really strong debut books that are are, are presenting something different and and compelling. I, I I enjoyed it. I would I would definitely keep going, and right. I, and I would not eat before or after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely some grotesque blobs. Uh, I assume we're going to en- encounter a few more of those those types. Yes, um, and some some crazy beings underneath. Uh, it's got a seven point five critic on Comic Book Roundup and a six point four user. I think six point four is a little harsh. That's not slow. Um, yeah, even though it was, you know, maybe it's not something that I was super into, but you know, I could see something happening here. Uh, just you know, not hitting a nerve for me, but I definitely wouldn't have given it a six point four. So. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see that you enjoyed it. So keep us up to date. I will. I, I bet I did enjoy it. I really did. Uh, next week, we've got Collapser number one of six. This is out of DC Comics by Mikey Way, Sean Simon, and Ilias. Uh, I would have said Elias, but sure. Elias? Okay, whatever. There's a voice in the head of Liam James questioning everything he does, from his job at the nursing home to keeping his relationship with his girlfriend afloat. Liam suffers from anxiety, and the only thing that quiets quiets it is it is music which makes a weekly dj gig his one saving grace but liam's life changes forever when he receives a black hole in the mail yes you read that right one that takes up residence in his chest grants him insane superpowers turns him into a celebrity and draws him into a cosmic conflict beyond his wildest imagination where did this black hole come from why liam is power of the cure or will superstardom turn liam into a black hole himself find out and collapse her a superhero story that could only come from dc's young animal so this is uh tapping into gerard way's brother yes yes who must somehow make an impact given the success <laughs> of the academy uh that sounds cool though black holes and superpowers and what have you yeah the dj yeah that sounds uh cool. yeah i mean i'm intrigued by mostly everything that's coming out of young animal whether whether or not i fully have liked it um you know doom patrol red eternity girl some of mother panic um you know those kooky types of things this this seems like right up my alley to at least kick off I like it. I don't like you. All right. Well, what else did you get to? Not a lot, dude. So I did wrap up Spencer and Luck three and four. Took care of that. Yeah. Which Your I thought. Th- which I thought. I thought it was good. I really, really did. That's a great book. It is. There I were, agree. There you were, don't need there, to tell me. There were twists and turns. I, it, it moved so fast. Um, I, I, I hope that the general public, in some way, is on board with this the way that we are because I think it's a, it's a great book and it should, it should continue. Yes, it needs to continue for sure. And, um, and that's all. That it? I, well, I did download a number of things from Unlimited because I was so like crestfallen about my prospects. Uh, things like uh, the Psylocke miniseries is, is the issue one's available. I did get uh, Death in the Family, which is the Batman book where they kill off Jason Todd. Spoiler alert. You've had 20 years to figure that out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe more. Um, and I did get, shoot, a few of uh, some young animal stuff. Um, get to because I just you know okay but I, didn't, I can respect that but but I I did not read but I would like to listen there's been plenty of times where I've read very little and just listed off things that I downloaded okay well that's I'm better than that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay go ahead um so what I got to was four issues uh, out of DC Comics and this was because you kind of put the pressure on me to catch up on a couple of these things so I read. 
Event Leviathan 1 and 2, and Deceased 2 and 3. I want to hear this. Um, so of the of the two, I'm definitely digging Event Leviathan way more. Leviathan. Uh, whatever. Um, you know, I, the the mystery behind it all, uh, the fact that there's the, you know, the whole Bat family is thrown into uh, some intrigue here. Um, you know, love the Damien's involved. Anything that plays off the the, the Jason Todd Red Hood mantra of is he can he still be a bad guy? Um, is, is he doing things for good? The, the whole mystery behind what they have going on there, I'm um, on board with. I think Bendis is doing a good job with it. Uh, it's written very well, and it's you know it's not it's less of a superhero book where there's just like constant fighting and uh, otherworldly things going on, which sometimes happens in DC books, uh, which we've talked about in the past and especially even something like super sons where it went deep into space and was got crazy there for a second yeah and it's um, o- but, but it's over yeah and you know this one has, has stayed grounded this far and you know it's been just uh putting the pieces together school scenes with plastic man them trying to figure out who's what's going on questioning everything um i'm i've really enjoyed the, the first two issues and i would subscribe to comicsology but better than deceased t- explain to me yeah, so uh, I had to go back through and sort of quickly browse through number one because it had been a while since I since I read through that. Uh, but just pop through two and three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think the 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 whole story of this disease being passed through the internet and being this word. I mean, I think it's good. I just don't. I'm just not as into it as I am the other title. And I don't know how to, to fully explain it. Fully explain it why. Um, I'm in, I'm interested to where it's going to go, but they've already, um, you know, knocked off Batman from it. Spoiler, um, probably should have said spoiler before then if someone hadn't read it. But uh, yeah, I mean that throws a wrench into things. Now you have Damian dealing with dealing with that. Um, Superman trying to uh, to deal with his father. Uh, I think there's good, there's good story here. It's just between the two, uh, I'm, I'm more interested in the other than this, but I think that I will keep, I mean, I've already invested three of six in a deceased. So I'll probably keep it going. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's it is good. good. It's just, yeah. Like if I were to give, to give deceased an eight, I'll give the other a nine, something like that. Okay. Well, those, those are both good ratings. Yeah. So they're both good books. Uh, just my personal preference on, uh, which one I like better. All right. Well, so, okay. good, good off my case. All right, well, I'm not on it, but good to know. Okay. And that was all I got to week. Both of us. That's whatever. Uh, DC Comics announces Scott Snyder's next Batman project. So I think this in here simply because, you know, we've talked many times about all the Batman stuff going on. Uh, Tom King making Tom King finish up his run. Snyder's got his book going on right now. We have Murphy's um, offshoot coming out. Yeah. Um, Can't wait for that one. Cannot wait for that one. Most definitely. Um, A lot of Batman stuff. And they clearly want Scott Snyder to keep writing some Batman. So, Snyder's next take on The Dark Knight will come in Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Nightfall Number 1, is the first in a series of one-shots set in an alternate universe. Um, So, Scott Snyder's Batman was super well-regarded. I think it sold very well. Uh, I think it's clear that they want him to continue doing stuff. Um, Just at a certain point, I mean, like, how many Batman things can Batman fans read? How many times can he just get a rough ride this way? (laughs) <laughs> that like this i mean i realize he, like it, it's a it's a dark gloomy experience for this character but, but like from the wedding to the now he's, he's, he's in one book he's been zombified to another he's been victim of some other viral situation now he's 
gonna have to deal with Joker being a hero again, and then it looks like his back's getting broken in this teaser you put in here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like hell he's gonna figure out what's going on with Jason Todd. Jesus Christ! <laughs> God, can he just retire? God damn! <laughs> do, you, do you watch Rick and Morty? By the way, yes, of course. I was just that's my thing. Very nice. God damn! <laughs> well, you know, listen to Scott Snyder fans. You'll have another Batman book of his to read. And the Batman fans, just uh, you'll have another book to keep up with. So, you're so enjoy. You're so, so goddamn all <laughs> yes. And finally, uh, yes. So we got a Paper Girls adaptation coming to uh, Amazon Studios. This is true. Okay, uh, okay. So okay. Be executive produced by Brian K. Vaughn alongside Stephanie Folsom of Toy Story Four, and she, Stephanie will also serve as the series' primary writer. I want a cartoon version. That, that's what I that, don't think you're getting that. Yeah, I don't want people. I want cartoons. I would assume that's not going to be the case, uh, well, but regardless, what happens you assume? Uh, what happens you assume? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are making the cartoon. Amazon's making the cartoon Invincible, so you know, maybe they'll sway that way. I highly doubt it. Um, you know, you keep hearing about Paper Girls in relation to people saying like, if you like Stranger Things, you should check out Paper Girls. So yeah, I see this as Amazon wanting to to get into that sort of arena that, um, that you know, bit, latch on to what's been happening there. The business of trends. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is cool. I mean, it's also, you know, we talked last week of having a signed number one issue of paper girls. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so listen, make this run just like the walking dead or something. And, uh, we'll cash that sucker out and get and your books up here. dude. I'm going to, when I get home, it's going to happen. Well, and uh, regardless as to whether it's live action or cartoon, I'll be interested to see how they, they bring this together, um, which which begs the question, years from now, um, he's always said Saga is a comics-only type thing. Yes. Do we see a cartoon, a live action, anything of Saga? Can, he, can, he, can they resist not bringing Saga to some sort of screen? Once again, cartoon. Yeah, they uh, have, uh, they have to be uh, Fiona Staples style yes. of, uh, of animation. And uh, yes, I would definitely prefer that, and I would watch it, and I would be. I think we would all prefer it, but will it happen? I mean, I just don't see. I just, I don't. I, I, I also, there's been some disgusting shit displayed in that book that need not be shown in anything other than cartoon, if at all. Agreed. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like the the self sucking dragon and stuff. Like, come on. Yeah, maybe some of that stuff they would cut out. No, I want to see it in cartoon though. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> and with that, we're done with the show. Fully complete? I think so. Is there anything left? What else we have? Uh, I got the DC Black Label News. Uh, at least the, they've got two two books. The one that is super intriguing to me is uh, The Joker, Killer Smile, which is going to be done by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. Where must uh, The creators of, of Gideon Falls, obviously. Um, I saw some people dogging this on, on Twitter of just like, uh, you know, last thing we need is more Joker books or, no, yeah, no. I guess there's going to be a second, another Joker book too. And they probably coincide with the movie coming out. Um, but it's Lemire and Sorrentino who are doing a fantastic job on Gideon Falls. I have to imagine I mean, this book will be I would, like listen, haunting and listen, incredibly I would, good. I would read Andrew phone. I love his, <laughs> uh, I mean, like he does a great job. His, his spreads, his character development. He does a fantastic job. Obviously Jeff Lemire is great. But like again, we read comic books because we like pictures. That's yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, that sounds great. And I, I, it's probably going to be dark as hell, 
I'm, 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 so. I'm already in. And forgive me not refreshing the screen. That's why I didn't know we weren't done. All right. Well, you've got two notes in here uh, that I did not put. So you want to? Do you want to finish it up with these? Uh, two? So I mean, all I would just say is um, Ed Brisson, who you know I'm a, I'm a fan of. He's done some great work. Is bringing back uh, a street level people to fight zombies. We're talking like Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, yada yada, to uh, fight zombies, which I'm okay with. Okay, that can be cool. And the last thing is, so I mean, I'm not a big anime. You're a Dragon Ball Z person. You're probably too cool for Yogi Mon or Dragon or, or like uh, Pokemon, all this stuff. <laughs> I'm I, enjoying this. But, but, okay, so are you familiar with um, My Hero Academia? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so there's this app where, or this website where you can go and, and you put in just, it's in Japanese, and you go and you go and, you, and it gives you your quirk, which is like their equivalent of like, What's your superpower? Did you did, did okay. you do, did you do this? I have not. We'll, we'll do it real but, fast. Uh, and well, I'm on. I'm on. I've got the iPad fired up, and it, that's not going to like translate it for me. So I might have to come back next week. Well, my phone translated it for me, right there. Um, I've got it open, and it's all in Japanese. It's not like a click over thing. Nothing. Not that I see. Okay, so my superpower sucks. Uh, my superpower is that I have an outlet to power devices. On my body. <laughs> That's what I can do. If your phone's low, if your phone's low, and you have a lightning cable, I'm your guy. Plug it into no, my, my my belly button, my butt. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't specify where it's located, but there you go. Awesome. Well, next I will do this, and next week let you know what mine is, and we will battle it out. Yours is probably like something much better than this. I I was I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I like uh, I, I I'm I'm blanking, but the point is. That's my superpower, according to this thing. My quirk. All right. Well, I can't wait to uh, find out mine. Yeah. Well, good. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, put it in follow up. I will tune in next week uh, to find out my quirk and uh, review collapse number one of six with us. And until then, hit us up too many comics Find us online and uh, let's chat some books. I've been reading too many comics.